Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. I match this book. You do. That's so cute. Oh my God. I love this cover. Yes. It gets my favorite thing. Because you can do upside down. Uh-huh. You can do right side way. up. Ooh, yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. I'm Brittany. I'm Brad. And we are audio, 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 audio show. Everyone, give us a round of applause. No? Okay. Only us? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So this book was one of the winners of 2020 for us. This book almost saved 2020. Almost. Not almost. Quite, but almost. So it is The Two Lives of Lydia Bird by oh, Josie yeah. Silver. I'm tearing up already just like thinking about it. And we love this cover. Okay. Yes. Because look, there is Freddie and there's Lydia. Dear Freddie. But there's Lydia. Oh. Where did Freddie go? Oh my God. I'm like seriously tearing up. Like what the hell is wrong with me? <laughs> it's such a good book. Ugh. So we listened to the the audiobook for this mm-hmm. and obviously I had to spend my money for a BOTM. Obviously. But we did do the audiobook through Overdrive. Mm-hmm. So support your local library. Yes. And, and oh. tell them who the narrator is. Oh, okay. The narrator is Olivia Vinal and the length of this book is 11 hours and 51 minutes. It felt so fast. It went so quick. It is definitely a book that you just will not even realize is almost over until it's almost over. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best thing about 2020 with us and books right now. Is that is it's that almost 20? over? <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> um, but 2020 really gave us some wonderful, magical, realistic romances yes like how to save a life and now the two lives of lydia bird (sighs) like two wonderful depictions of magical realism yes at its best Mm -hmm. amazing it was Mm. fantastic the two lives of lydia bird is about lydia bird and her fiance freddie who tragically dies on the night of lydia's birthday and it was right before their wedding too yeah, they, they were, were like get married. Oh, oh god, it was so oh, it was emotional. So why anyway, did I listen to, why did I listen to this book right before my, my own wedding? Because you, no you love torture. I love torture. Mm-hmm. So Lydia is going through a very difficult time. She's mourning the loss of the only person she has ever really loved. They were together through the end of high school till the the later 20s. Mm-hmm. And she is devastated. She doesn't know what to do with her life. And so she gets some medication from a psychiatrist, I guess, mm-hmm. or doctor, mm-hmm. and starts uh, taking these pills. And what she realizes is that they help her sleep, which then transports her into a world where Freddie did not die. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So there's two lives. Two, there's lives. two lives. There's two lives. And I wanted her so badly to just get lost in the life with Freddie. I know, me too. So the beauty of this book is that we have a wake and a sleep. And mm-hmm. so the, the story is told throughout those two times 
Um, and in the beginning, we are going to sleep a lot more than we are getting awake. Yes. And then slowly the book starts shifting to where we are going to awake world more than a sleep world. Mm-hmm. And it was a beautiful transition into uh, Lydia being able to cope with her grief in healthy mm-hmm. ways and in being present ways. She was never going to get over Freddie's death, but she was able to realize that the Freddie that she knew in her world could be remembered and honored in a way that the Freddie in her sleep world was not being honored and exactly. remembered. Mm-hmm. It, it, was, it was a weird thing where she was discovering things about herself in her awake world without Freddie that when she applied them to her sleep world with Freddie, she realized that they, they weren't getting along. They weren't meshing mm-hmm. anymore. Exactly. exactly. And I think that's the, the beauty of this book is that you are seeing her evolve into this different person and how that grief has caused that evolution from her. Mm-hmm. And you wonder, you're like, will she ever find love again? And, you know, there's times where you're like, no, I don't want her to love anybody else. But then also there are times where I'm like, girl, you got to move on. You got to get it together. You got to move on. It's been a year. Like, come on now. Mm-hmm. Not like move on so quickly, but like you have to start finding yourself. And I think yeah. that's the best thing about this book is that she found herself and then that allowed her to improve other relationships in her life in her life. Yes. Yeah. And it was just really emotional and perfect and oh my god, I don't think I've ever cried so much at a book. Like I was sobbing. Sean was Sean came over and had to like give me a hug cuz he saw that I was crying so hard. Like every time she woke up, I was like, "No, go back to sleep." I cried myself into a headache. Yeah. Like this was a book. Usually like we can do an audio book in like a day or two. We get mm-hmm. them done very quickly. We can listen to them like pretty much nonstop, especially during quarantine when like you're working from home and stuff like that too. But this book was a book that I had to listen to in chunks and it mm-hmm. took me about a week to finish it because I needed to listen to two hours here and two hours there. I could not sit through and cry the entire day. Exactly. It was too much. And you know, another thing that I was thinking when I was reading this is that the author, Josie Silver, literally put everything she had into this book. Like she left her soul for us to read. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is how powerful this book is. Yeah. And Olivia did a fantastic job with the narration. Oh my God, the emotions. There was just when she did Freddie, when she did Jonah, the best friend of Freddie, who also was going through a loss. And we, it, and then she had Elle, the sister. <laughs> I need to go back to Jonah in just a second. But then she had Lydia. And Lydia yes. was a character that I loved at certain times, rooted for all the time, and also got frustrated with too. Mm-hmm. But it was like you knew you could get frustrated with her because you knew that she was a real person mm-hmm. in, in a way. Yes. But Jonah. <laughs> but Jonah. But Jonah. <laughs> so 
The cool thing about this book is that we also have grief from many different angles. We have Lydia, who we get first person inside grief, and we hear everything that's going on. And then we have Jonah, who is just an outside character that in the beginning doesn't really uh, come around Lydia anymore because he blames himself for the accident that ended up killing Freddie. Mm -hmm. Um, He felt a lot of guilt from that. So we see grief from an outsider's perspective, and then we also have it on the inside too. Yes. And so it's it's so interesting how Lydia just assumes that the grief that she is just seeing with Jonah mm-hmm. is just surface level. There's nothing really there. He's not really grieving. But then we get Jonah coming around and we understand his heartbreak too in yeah. like a different way. It, it was just amazing for Lydia to, we get to hear what Lydia is going through and the growth on her insides. And then we just see from Lydia's perspective, Jonah's growth mm-hmm. and Jonah's grieving process mm-hmm. and how that changes throughout the book. And, so it's really cool. And also the idea that Freddie, yes, Freddie died. However, he was still sending messages. And if you believe in that kind of thing, he was sending her messages in a way of saying like, I'm okay. You need to be okay as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that idea of you know him in in the sleep world that kind of resonated with her when she was awake and she was like I feel like he's allowing me to live my life again mm-hmm. and a lot of people that's something that you have to come come to face face with when you're grieving with someone and it was just, just there's so many little corners of this book that I just want to stay in yeah Ugh. yeah it was just so cool and all of the descriptions were were so beautiful you really we don't go to too many places with this book but the the areas that we do stay in you really get a sense for what they are mm-hmm. like their house and when they go to new york for their honeymoon which is a disaster yeah. and going even to Lydia's mom's house, just getting a sense of how cozy and warm everything is for Lydia and how people are there for her. I really could see this book in like different colors. Mm -hmm. Like you could see it being cold and then warm and then cold and then growing to like a yellowy warm. Yes. As we come to the conclusion. I think whoever made the movie Me Before You, I want them to make this movie. Because they really did such a fantastic job with Me Before You and the film adaptation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they could do the same thing with The Two Lies of Lydia Bird. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. Putting that out into the universe. This has to be becoming a, a movie. Like, this was too emotional to not become a movie. Exactly. Oh, gosh. I want to be thinking about this book for a long time. Yeah. I even wanted to match it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And of course, that's your another book of the month. Um, <laughs> did you follow along with us and listen or did you? I did. I followed along and listened. This was my choice for March. Mm. And so I just, you know, I loved it. And it really helped because look at these chapter headings. Oh my God. Oh, the stars. So beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh. And so I just, I felt like I was, with her through her awake and asleep kind of life. Yeah. I said lives. <laughs> lives. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 
It was just such a great book. I I only did the audio, but um, I would highly recommend getting the book and listening to the audio because you really get a different sense for what this world is in both paperback Mm -hmm. and in audio form. And if you do buy the book, make sure you get one of those like plastic cones that dogs wear around your neck just in case your tears trickle down onto the pages because it will. It will. It, and it will it ruin them will. pages. Yes, it will. I tell mm. people all the time, um, I dropped it in the bath. <laughs> yeah, I threw it in the ocean. <laughs> it's so wet. <laughs> haven't, heard, haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway, um, if you have listened or read to The Two Lives of Lydia Bird by Josie Silver, please let us know in the comments down below or on our various social medias. We are on Instagram at Me. Twitter at Audio Shelf Me and Facebook at Audio Shelf. I did that backwards. Did we? I flipped. I flipped Twitter and Instagram, and it felt wrong. Oh, oh I must have been asleep. I must have been asleep. They're down there. <laughs> yeah, they're down there somewhere. And if you're gonna shelf this book, just like we shelved it, because we shelved it. Let's be real. Obviously. <laughs> Please let us know. And also, if you like this video, give us a thumbs up and subscribe to that channel. Yes, down there somewhere. So until next time, bye. bye. I'm asleep and I'm awake. Upside down world. (laughs) This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest books and topics for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. 